What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. I'm John, and this is our slash pro revenge. Something a little different today. We've got some army pro revenge slash petty revenge. Whatever. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get to the story. Pro army revenge is par for the course. Edit. Dear reader, I spent the majority of my career in special operations forces. I carried a gun, not a pen. I'm not a writer nor an editor. I'm not forcing anyone to read this saga. I understand it's long, but a too long didn't read will detract from the story. I was told to post here because it's doing well at r slash petty revenge, r slash malicious compliance, and r slash military stories. I had an illustrious 21-year career in the United States Army, which miraculously concluded with an honorable discharge. 21 years and 14 combat deployments produce a lifetime of stories. The overwhelming majority of memories are comical and worth remembering, like the time I borrowed another human's truck, or the time I relocated an artillery display in my barracks room. However, some memories are extra ammunition after a live fire exercise. Worth donating to Chuck and Barry, memories suppressed so well they never happened. However, these memories can unintentionally be triggered. I worked at the bad place before attending assessment and selection. Working there was the sole reason for attending selection. The Bad Place was a three-star command and nursing home for dying careers. The Bad Place was also a mixture of National Guard, Army Reserve, Active Duty, and Department of the Army civilians. It was essentially a foreign planet for a soldier who had grown up in a regiment and the 82nd Airborne Division. Overnight, I had transitioned from Airborne Infantry to the Equipment Training Officer. It was my sole purpose in life to source pre-deployment training equipment, for deploying National Guard and Army Reserve units. These units would request specific types of equipment and it was my responsibility to source at least two-thirds of the requested equipment. I should mention my boss at the bad place was Department of the Army civilian. I had 10 years of service under my belt and it was the first time my direct supervisor was a civilian. Now I have no issues with civilians but I do have issues with horrible leadership. Mike was horrible. Mike was a dirty diaper full of shit and always on my ass. Side note. I feel the need to mention the bad place recently moved. And you're thinking, moved? Yes, deep south one day and the Midwest the next. And your next thought would be aliens? Nope. Base realignment and closure. The armor decided to close some bases and expand others. So now I'm sure you're pretty puzzled. Oh, so what's that have to do with the story you ask? There was two active duty soldiers and two Department of the Army civilians performing the duties of equipment tracking officers in the deep south. None of them moved, and all continuity was lost. I know what you're thinking now. Okay, there had to be some kind of transition though, right? Yes, all four of them spent countless hours informing me how terrible of a human Mike was via email, so now you know. Back to the story. Dear reader, I had no earthly idea what my job was or how I was to perform it initially. Making matters worse, I would quickly learn Mike had no earthly idea either. Mike only knew what Z, final product, looked like and was mentally unaware of the other 26 letters in the alphabet. Wait, there's 26 total. Anyway, Mike was less useful than blinker fluid and football bats. Fear not, dear reader, it only took three months of working from 0500 to 2300 to garner a nascent understanding of my roles and responsibilities. Thankfully, I had wonderful counterparts at sister organizations. Furthermore, they were all equally aware of how useful Mike was. Fast forward four months. The section was still composed of exactly one sloppy, me. I was 25% of the total allotted manpower performing 100% of the duties. If you wait until the last minute, it only takes a minute was my battle cry. 
life was grand. I had developed standard operating procedures and automated mattresses to assist me. Matrices? I don't know. I was even starting to catch errors from the department that validates equipment requests. Note, remember it was my duty to source two-thirds of the equipment requests. I had a very unpleasant one-way conversation in August of 2011. Captain Richard Cranium was requesting I provide three Rhino buses for training. I kindly explained why fulfilling this request was unfeasible. Problem solved, right? Nope. I then received a call from Lieutenant Colonel Richard Cranium. I then received a call from Colonel Richard Cranium. The issue quickly became a self-licking ice cream cone of chaos. I get a call. The bad place, G4 Equipment Tracking Officer, this is Rank Sloppy speaking. How may I help you, sir or ma'am? Caller, this is Major General Richard Cranium from the California National Guard. Side note, civilian readers, the Major General is the boss D-head for all National Guard soldiers in the state of California. Sloppy does not get calls from general officers, ever. How can I help you, sir? Major General Richard Cranium, angrily, I'm calling to inquire as to why you will not fulfill our equipment request. Is it not your policy to provide two-thirds? At this point, I was now a bit agitated. I had clearly explained the issue to the company commander, battalion commander, and brigade commander. I now have an irate god-level commander on the phone and two courses of action are cycling through my mind. I could kindly explain why this request was absurd, or I could go full regiment sloppy. Slot machine sloppy. Pulls lever. Wheels spinning. Still spinning. Regiment sloppy. Sir, I clearly explained to the previous commanders why I cannot fulfill their request and provided other options. Major General Richard Cranium. I don't want options, rank sloppy. I want my three rhino buses. Me with my time to get fired attitude. Roger, sir. Well, as I told the previous commanders, there are only five rhino buses that exist on Earth. Three of them are deployed to Iraq and the other two are in Afghanistan. Do you wish for me to forward this equipment request to Forces Command, which is Force Com slash Four Star General? Major General Richard Cranium. Oh, that won't be necessary, Rank Sloppy. Are you sure, sir? I mean, I can. Major General. No, did you explain this to... Me. Every single one of them, sir. Major General. Disregard, I have some phone calls to make. Dear reader, the world was right again. At least I thought it was. It appears the Major General was slow to contact his subordinate leadership. The Colonel had contacted Mike demanding I supply his unit with Rhino buses. One would think a simple explanation would suffice for Mike, but one would be wrong. Common sense is an elusive, fickle creature for Mike. It was like trying to explain what number the letter purple tastes like. Mike, did you tell a unit they can't have a piece of equipment? Yes, sir. Mike, why? Well, because there are only five of them and they're all deployed to combat zones. Mike, well, you need to figure out how to get them. Sloppy brain. Uh, is this man serious? I think he is. Me. Like, call the Pentagon and ask them to redeploy from combat because some unit needs to train with them? Mike, it's not your job to validate equipment. It's your job to source it. Do you understand? Me, giving lip service. Roger that, sir. Dear reader, when one door closes, check for an open window. I had over 90 units on my desk and 30,000 pieces of equipment to source for the month of August. It didn't take long to find a window to crawl out. I found a unique request from an infantry unit. They requested a plethora of equipment and all made sense, minus four pieces of equipment. Sloppy brain. Pretty sure those four pieces of equipment need to be on different type of request, right? Yeah, but it's not your job to validate it. Oh, right. Dear reader, I sourced it. All four of them. It was not an easy task either. I literally had to scour the entire country for available inventory. I made phone call after phone call to make this request happen. 
none of the items were co-located. They would need to be transported from the far stretches of the continental United States and failure was not an option. I had fulfilled my responsibilities. I sourced the equipment and turned it over to Mike for signature. Mike's signature magically allocates funding and authorizes the transportation of said equipment. Dear reader, shit typically rolls downhill. However, this specific request defied the laws of gravity. Shit was going to roll uphill. I crawled back through the window and waited a month for the fallout to ensue. Truth be told, due to my heavy workload, I had forgotten about my magnificent accomplishment. It was another horrible day at work until I received a magical phone call. Me. The bad place G4 equipment tracking officer. This is Rank Sloppy speaking. How may I help you, sir or ma'am? Caller. Hello, I'm Sergeant First Class Ricky Bobby. I'm the Long Range Surveillance Platoon Sergeant for a unit name. Hey, Ricky, how can I help you? Ricky Bobby. Well, I'm looking at four helicopters and I'm told I need to sign for them. Me in yes mood. Let me look at your request. Yes, you requested two UH-60L Blackhawk helicopters and two UH-47 Chinook helicopters, correct? Ricky Bobby. Yes, but I requested them for spies, special purpose insertion extraction system, and fries, fast rope insertion extraction system, training. He starts laughing. I'm not a pilot. What the hell am I supposed to do with four helicopters? Me, now laughing. I mean, once you sign for them, they're yours. I suppose you could try to fly them? Ricky Bobby, laughing harder now. Effing army. Suppose I could. Don't worry, man. I've got your back. I've already coordinated with our aviation validators to support your request. I'll give you their number. Ricky Bobby. I'm ready to copy. Me. 867-5309. Ricky Bobby. Thanks, man. Me. Call back if you have any issues, brother. I'll walk upstairs and get this sorted so you boys can do spies and fries. Ricky Bobby. Wilco, man. Dear reader, not only does shit roll uphill, but shit rolls uphill faster than I expected. I had just hung up the phone and was departing for lunch. I didn't make it five feet before I was beckoned to Mike's office. There are four chairs in Mike's office. One with a load-bearing capacity of at least 400 pounds, and four normal people chairs. I was awkwardly surprised to find it was already standing room only. The G4 Colonel, Deputy G4 Civilian, and G3 Operations Colonel were already in Mike's office. Mike. It seems we have an issue, Rank Sloppy. Sloppy Brain. We? Me. Really? I'm not aware of any issues, sir. Mike. Well, unit name is at Fort Hood, and the battalion commander is wondering why one of his platoon sergeants signed for four helicopters. Me, looking shocked. Did they request four helicopters? I can go get the equipment request. Mike. I have it right here in my hands. Now looking puzzled, I say, okay, did they request? Mike. Yes, they did. Me. I don't understand the... G4 Colonel. The issue is, we needlessly shipped four helicopters across the United States. G3 Colonel. There are already helicopters at Fort Hood. Helicopters and pilots. There to support spies and fries training. They're there specifically for this type of request. G4 Colonel. Rank Sloppy, did this request not look odd to you? Sloppy Brain. Hysterical laughter. Sloppy. Absolutely, sir. Entire room with shocked faces, just baffled as F. G4 Colonel, then why did you source it? So I tell the entire Rhino Bus Saga. Sir, as I understand it, it's not my job to validate. It's my job to source it. Mike made it very clear on multiple occasions. Mike, who's now angry. Rank Sloppy, do you realize you just cost the Army over $100,000 to ship equipment we didn't need to ship? Sir. G3 Colonel, pissed off. No, Mike, you just cost the Army over $100,000. Mike, sir, 
G4 Colonel, Mike, it's your signature that authorizes allocation of money and shipping. Did you tell Rank Sloppy it's his job to source, to not validate anything, and only source? Mike, sir, I did, but... G4 Colonel starts walking out. Mike, let's have a meeting in my office. Sloppy Brain, oh, that sounds bad. Yeah, but Mike, not us. Me, right, and I retreat to my desk. Side note, I know the G3 Colonel, we had worked in the same unit when he was a major. He follows me and sits on my desk. G3 Colonel, laughing hysterically, how the F did you do it? Do what? G3 Colonel, find four helicopters. Me, I called everyone. I leveraged my network of contacts and made it my mission. G3 Colonel, what did your counterpart say about the request? Well, they have the same sentiments towards Mike. G3 Colonel shaking his head. Honestly, that's impressive. Sir, I was going to get shit on either way, so I decided, F Mike. G3 Colonel. Yep, F Mike, I guess. Dear reader, thank you for reading my Petty Army Revenge. I have good news. I no longer worked for Mike after that interaction. Other misdeeds came to light after that encounter. I had a long desk side meeting with the G4 Colonel and fully detailed my relationship with Mike. It's nearly impossible to fire Department of the Army civilians, but it was easy to move me. The G3 Colonel found a more suitable position for an infantryman. It also sucked, but he gave me ample time to prepare for assessment and selection. I was at the bad place for 18 horrible months before I found greener pastures. I could lament on all the horrible things, but it's not worth it. Why? At least I know where to go if I ever need four effing helicopters. Cheers. Sloppy. Gotta love the military, man. Some of the worst management I've ever seen in my life came from the military. And the worse you are at it, the higher rank you get pushed to. I think it's almost every unit's mission to uh, pretty much promote people out of their hair. Uh, yeah, give him a promotion. Then he won't be our problem anymore. Until he's a bigwig and he's in charge of everything. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.